Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And, and welcome, welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This week, we're surprising grandma. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hella in Your 30s, the podcast for all ages about navigating this dystopian universe. We hope you're great. If you notice a little slight whisper in Muriel's voice, guess what, everyone? It's four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we are getting this week started. Boom, still at night. Um, but and th- <laughs> I promise you, this will be the only time this week we wake up early. That's, that's for sure. Um, uh, Muriel, yes. What's gonna happen? I'm gonna drive you to LAX. That's right. I'm gonna well, get on a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother. So we're gonna fly to Chicago to surprise my grandmother for her birthday. But by so, we, it's not me. I know, I'm and I'm staying. really sad about it. Muriel's going without me. You're I, not even working till Wednesday. Also, by the way, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Muriel's pissed at me. I'm mad that but, I'm not doing. Well, this everybody trip. loves you so much. Like my grandma, like loves you. Yes. I know, and You're I love just, her like, so much. The sassiest little thing. I mean, she loves you so much. I know, and I love there. her too. And I'm so excited. Uh, that you're doing this, and I wish I could be there, but it just was not okay. Well, no sense. guilt trips. I just mean mm, I, it seems like an immediate guilt. No, trip. No, it's not a guilt trip. I, my, my my main point is like I'm. I wish you were going, but I understand you can't. Yes, and I'm expressing how much my grandmother loves you. Okay. But not in a guilt way. And I'm serious. I know maybe it sounds like I'm guilt tripping you, but I'm yeah, I mean, <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, I'm not mad at you because you didn't do it. I'm just, you know, like, oh, man, it would be fun if you came. It would be so fun. Okay, so Muriel. <laughs> um We've talked about it on this podcast. We'll, I'm not guilty. <laughs> okay. Okay. We, we, we won't go into detail, but we do have a history of surprising Grandma Mary on her birthday. Yes. And my grandma is hilarious. And uh, like she. OK, how, how would I explain this? So for years, she never had a surprise party. And so we did throw her one. But she also just likes to be jostled, I think. Like well, she, she likes, likes it when you jostle her. She does not like it when the world jostles no, her. No, no, no. That's She true. likes okay, it okay. when you do a loving, surprising, thoughtful, considerate thing. But she likes getting tricked a little bit. By you or a loved one out of love. Yeah, if, out of if love. If it's like a, a <laughs> phone nobody call. Nobody likes getting tricked but not out of I'm love. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know how you get like swindled yeah, you like, know, by someone that? on the street? You got to be like, well, okay, I guess that guy was kind of charming. <laughs> Only you would think that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, anyways. No, so she likes me. She likes me. Like, she's just funny because, you know, she's always she always says like, well, no one can surprise me. <laughs> So then we just like come up with really drastic. My dad's the same way because we've done. Yeah. I've talked about this on the podcast before, where he'd be like, he thinks nobody can, like, get one over on him. Yeah, and so <laughs> it beca- those are the people that become very fun to like right. make elaborate like pranks on. Well, that's hilarious because you've probably gotten one over on him like a thousand very significant times. I know. And it's always funny. And he never remembers. (laughs) I mean, we've done insane, elaborate, like multi-staged, like, I mean, 
insane pranks on him with like fake love letters that are being like delivered by a bartender. <laughs> yeah, and, right. Like at one point I was going to pretend like I was like a <laughs> crawl crazy. <laughs> You're homeless lady, yeah. and like I had already like worked on the costume, and yeah. I was gonna like mom was gonna drive to her. I was visiting home. <laughs> <laughs> I was visiting home, and I hadn't been home in a while. And it yeah. was gonna be for Father's Day, and so I wasn't gonna tell him. And then I was gonna fly in with my brother from another city, and we were going to dress up like kind of like home, like crazy, like kind of homeless dudes, and then run out and start washing the, my mom's windshield but like not stop yeah so we were just gonna go and like try to do all and of the I windows promptly was like that's a terrible idea your dad's gonna freak out and and shoot the yeah person. so then we realized like <laughs> there's like a small chance of him shooting us so i was like we're not doing that yeah right. so we opted for it wasn't that small of a chance it's pretty pretty significant chance so for that one we opted and we opted to give him a fake edible and then just do psychological experiments on okay him. anyways so, so my grandma yeah so what's the plan for this surprise first of all how old is she turning i don't i think 84 i don't even know solid okay yeah, i think 84 um, I think 85, right? Because we surprised her on her 85th birthday. 80th. 80th, I mean. Was that five years ago? Maybe. I think it was. I think she's turning 85. It was 85. after we got married and we just had our fifth year anniversary. I love your grandma more than you, knowing her birthday and everything. Well, but okay. I just said the logical thing, which it was after we got married and we've been married for five years. No, I didn't listen to that part. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who cares? Moving think, on. <laughs> I've, been, I've been using this new insult that I've been really into. It's just calling people Megamind. <laughs> and I just think it's so funny. I just almost called you. I was like, all right, well, Megamind over here. <laughs> what is Megamind from? What is Megamind? Well, I use it because I am really into this subreddit called Five Heads. We're not talking about Reddit I know, anymore but on I'm this saying podcast. It's I, a retired subject. I just am saying I like it. it's called Five Heads and it's just random <laughs> pictures of people with giant foreheads. And some of those, like they'll be like my mother and her cousin next to Megamind. <laughs> and then it would be just this guy with this giant head. But I just use it for like high like high thinking. Okay, so when someone says something dumb, it's like calling a Meinstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but great. It's, but it's Megamind. Okay, well, you're pea brain, so. <laughs> uh, it's just really, it's really, okay, anyway. Okay. So, so <laughs> we're going to go, It's I think it's 84. Okay. Uh, and we're, my mom is flying in. My grandma knows my mom is flying in, but what yeah. she doesn't know is all three grandkids are also flying in. Yes. So the plan is <laughs> we're going to get to Chicago. Yeah. And then we're going to go to the grocery store and we're going to buy a bunch of sparkling wine and a bunch of snacks and maybe some party poppers. Uh huh. And then every time one of the grandkids comes through the door, we're going to pop a bottle of champagne. <laughs> Wait, how's that going to work? Who you guys are showing up at three different times? Kind of. I think like yeah, we are. My brother, my third brother's coming later in the week, and then everyone else is starting at the same time. But what I think would be funny, uh -huh. I'm just pitching stuff to them as if we're doing a show, and my family's <laughs> just like not responding to the group text. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, how could they respond to that idea? I'm, what idea are you I talking about? I think it's really about? funny, and I keep pitching it to people who, well, outside of my family, and nobody thinks it's like... It's not a good idea. What do you mean every time? How would that look? So it would look like this. My mom comes in, 
and she says, hi, grandma, I love you. And then like two minutes later, I come in and I'm like, grandma, surprise. Right. So a, you pop surprise. a cork into her forehead. Well, I, pop, I pop a cork. I'm like yelling, whatever. And then she's laughing. Oh, my God. And then five minutes later, my brother Johnny walks through the door. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like a like just a kind of a cavalcade of like whatever. Uh-huh. And then we'll be like, oh, you know, Maddie couldn't make it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then Maddie will come like a couple of days later. OK, cool. So um, how quick into this process is she going to want to know where I am? Immediately. <laughs> I think that that's kind of like, where's Nick? I know, I know. That's exactly, literally, that's what it's going to be. She's going to be like, oh, she's going to think you're there. So, like, yeah. maybe that's not a great way to do it because she's going to start thinking everybody's coming. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe it'll right. start being like, oh, but who's not coming? Yeah, right. Or she'll be really stressed. Yeah, well, she's already stressed. Yeah, no, she'll start being stressed about like thinking about who else could come I and know. the fact that we're not going to tell her. Okay, yeah, right. on further reflection, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so part of this whole thing also is that my mom... Hold on, I got all these texts. Uh, my mom texted me yesterday, and apparently my grandmother is like... It's, my grandmother is a warrior. She's a lovely... Yeah lovely hilarious warrior yeah like things stress her out i mean she'll just be like well what if the, what if we go out there and uh they're like car start like nobody has any gasoline and we'll not be able to get home <laughs> yeah just right. like crazy things where i have to be like hey listen it's all gonna be okay uh she gets super stressed so my mom was talking to her and my grandma is like hella hella stressed that my mom's gonna give her coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> Which your mother doesn't have. I know. It's just like, I think it's just flying right now. But mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom's like, she's like, listen, I have to talk. You have to call me. We have to talk. <laughs> like all the, She's like, okay, so um, your grandmother is very, very concerned about coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm right. just like, God damn it. <laughs> and so then she told me, I'm laughing now, probably like I won't be laughing in six months and we're all dead. But, yeah, right. But like, then she's like, okay, so this is the plan, Muriel. So you need to wash your hands. And I was like, got it. No problem. She's like, now get a, a second pair of clothes that you have access to immediately after we leave the airport. <laughs> she's like, so you can take off. And she's like, pack your jacket. Don't expose your jacket to the airport. Keep it in your suitcase. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then she's like, also in the airplane, all of the filtered air comes through these nozzles. You know, when they blow that stupid stinky air in your face, Yeah. which I hate i hate those things i have to use them or i'll just get too sweaty see i'm always cold on an airplane and i blasting myself in the face makes me really furious i love getting blasted in the face (laughs) it makes my ears go back like i just love like "Mm." it's like so agitating to me it agitates me even if the person next to me does it like i just don't like it (laughs) and she's like she goes just turn that on all the way and blast in your face for the entire flight and you should be fine why because it pushes virals away from you i guess it's like the only air in the cabin that's filtered like the, yeah i mean i have the a other feeling thing i'm gonna look that up on snopes because i feel like that doesn't work real. i feel like that's like blow drying your hands you know how like when you wash your hands and you do the blow dryer thing yeah. it just like shoots poop all over the bathroom so according I think to this her shoots all the poop off of your face because you have pee and poop like particles all over your face i know so when you blast <laughs> it with air it's just like sh- bouncing all the pee and poop everywhere I think what her point is is that all there's pee and poop in the air in the cabin, yeah. but through the nozzles, it's the it's like the only clean air. 
Right, but you have so much poop caked into your Stop face. Stop it. it You're just, done. We're done with this conversation. Just, unless, you, unless you bristle brush your face like three times a day, poop is just caked in there. Mary. Well, okay. So anyway. <laughs> so basically your mom is saying to do this because you're going to, because she, because grandma she, told she, her she has to do it. So when you show up, your grandma's going to be like, did you bring coronavirus? Yeah, exactly. She goes, if you want this to be a fun <laughs> surprise, she's like, I don't think that you have it. And I don't think that this is a problem flying. Yeah. And I think we're all going to be fine. But if you don't, if you. You have to tell her that you did it. Because okay. Because she's going to think you have coronavirus. That was my next question. So, okay, are you going to say, Grandma, I'm here. Don't worry. I changed clothes and only breathed the blast air, uh, filter air on the airplane. Like, I'm clean. And then hug her? Or is it, or are you going to really do it? I think we, I don't, I honestly, it, this is a thing. My mom's plan. And I don't know if she's really thought it through, but I've just said yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing my jeans that I don't like as much as my other jeans. <laughs> so I can wear my good jeans when I get there. And uh, so you are, you're going to change. You're going to be Corona safe. I mean, I, I'm going to do it because why am I going to argue with her? You know what I mean? Well, because you could just say you did it. Right. And then she'd get coronavirus. And then I feel really bad. <laughs> I texted my parents. Talk about a talk about a guilt trip. (laughs) Like surprise, Grandma, you got the you got something that no one even knew existed. All right, so I texted my parents. I go, people got coronavirus. I go, people got coronavirus out in Kirkland. I said this to my mom and my dad, which is next to Seattle where they live. Uh, Y'all better keep your eyes out. Uh huh. Because I know that fools. And then my dad told me he loves me to the moon. Very sweet. And then just right after that, texted me a picture of a box of frozen White Castle sliders. (laughs) And then underneath that, this is all rapid succession. I said, watch out for the coronavirus. And then he sent me this. And then he said, who would have thought it? Good idea, though. And they are real White Castle burgers. I didn't respond. And then he goes, did y'all get the flu shot this year or ever? I've never had one. <laughs> and then I, I just took a medication. So like, I can't get the flu shot. So yeah. I was like, no, I'm taking this medication. I can't get it. Oh, I mean, I can get it, but they cancel each other out somehow. Yeah. And then I, so I was like, I can't get it. And then he just writes underneath it. Would you want it? <laughs> and then I think what he's, so what, what he's implying, like I've never really wanted the flu shot. Somehow. In the world, yeah, my both of my parents, when they hit like now age, my mom's 65, yeah. my dad's 75, somewhere in there, they're a little younger than that, but right in that range, somehow they're both like kind of softly anti vax, and it's driving <laughs> me fucking insane. <laughs> they're not really, but my mom, my mom, the last time she visited was like, Well, you never know what's in vaccines. And I was like, I got sick. So fucking mad. And I was like, you tell me right now I got vaccinated as a child. Yeah, right. And she's like, oh, man. she's like, you got vaccinated. That's like, because she's just like, do you believe her? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I think so. I've had booster shots because I've traveled at a certain, anyway. But like, she's like, it's, it's full. She just like, she just kind of dropped it all low key. Yeah. And my dad kind of will do that. He's like, I don't like, 
they'll be like, yeah, but would you want a flu shot? And it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, it's just like that little tiny dog whistle, that like soft rush Limbaugh, this yeah. sort of like, they're just, they're not saying flat out like I am anti-vax, but they're yeah. like, well, you never know. Like, yeah, right. God damn it. And they all want to vote for like Steyer and like fucking Buttigieg. <laughs> no, they don't. Anyways, no, my dad's voting for Bernie. Um, and then wait, and then an hour later... <laughs> Two hours later, I haven't responded at this point at yeah. all. My dad just texts me, YouTube TV, the devil, the devil's rejects. <laughs> just watching horror movies. It's a great movie. You know what I did yesterday morning? I had like an hour bef- to lay in bed before I had to get up and go to work after closing the night before. I watched on YouTube TV the beginning of Full Metal Jacket, and it was just it was just a rallying cry. It made me feel so good and alive. Amazing! It was great. That is, it's a really good opening. Oh my God. That movie got me, that got me so amped. And that's, I never even considered that to be a thing. I was just like laying in bed and I was something about full metal jacket. I was scrolling cause I wanted to watch something kind of just like jostle my brain. And what's the big quote? Is it what we have here? Oh no, that's it's a failure to communicate. Or is that cool hand Luke? That's, that's cool hand Luke. yeah, no. Basically, I don't want to do the big quotes because it's all just like crazy profanity and just like all the crazy slurs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just like this drill sergeant you know screaming at everyone about how they're nothing. I'm so sorry. Um, we what? were supposed to leave 15 minutes well, ago. Well, <laughs> the good news is I woke up this morning and the first thing I did was open GPS, see how long it would take to get to LAX. But instead of writing in LAX in my GPS, I wrote GPS. <laughs> so <we're laughs> apparently it's going to take zero seconds to get there. All right. Well, we have to go. Okay. The mission has begun. Yes. Are you going to be worried? Okay. What? Are you worried about me flying during these trying times? During coronavirus? Yeah. Or not. I, t- honestly, no. I don't. I don't think it's going to. I feel like it's the what we're doing is the beginning of like a zombie apocalypse thing yeah. where you're like, well, like when every time you're like. Get your fucking cash liquid. Yeah. Get on a fucking plane. Right. Get to an island and you're watching them. You're like, you guys are idiots. It's obviously a zombie apocalypse. And like right now, I'm just like, I think it's fine. It's just, it's not going to be like, obviously, it's like a terrible flu, but right. that's what people's like. The flu kills like 20,000 people a year or something like that. Well, that's also not great, Muriel. Also, I think I just literally just made that. that. You just out. said that. No, it might be like 200,000. I think it's a lot of people. <laughs> Let's not worry about dying from sickness. Well, the other thing is you're going to Chicago. To go. It's going to be freezing. You're going to get a cold. So you'll no. get sick. It won't be coronavirus. More Jokes than likely. You. What? Jokes on you. At global warming. It's only like 45 degrees right now. <laughs> Jokes on us. <laughs> Muriel's gone, and I'm all alone at the house, Uh, but she is sending me some audio files, and off of just barely, barely listening to the beginning of each of them, they sound completely insane. (laughs) All right, so... Johnny, are you here with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hello. Hello. Listen, (laughs) did we surprise Grandma today? Yeah, she did not know that we were coming in. Okay, okay, on a scale of one to ten, how pleased do you think she appeared to the naked eye? (laughs) Like, I'm going to say four. A four? Oh, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, I would say a two. (laughs) 
Uh, so we surprised grandma. We came in. I did not record because I'm so jet lagged that I completely forgot. But I would say this. I don't think it, I think it would have been more awkward than heartwarming. <laughs> but we had a wonderful night. Uh, the, the, uh, the, um, crowning jewel of the night was, uh, we wanted to order pizza from a place called Lou Malnati's, and Johnny told my mother the place was called Illuminati's, <laughs> and then she asked me all to spell it, and I said I L U M I N A T I S, and, and then she, she spelled gave, it. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she spelled it Illuminati's, yeah. and then she spent about three minutes googling it and not getting a result, and <laughs> getting super super mad. <laughs> Which was probably my favorite thing. That got me pretty good. That was a good one. Yeah, Yeah. that was about it. Yeah, Grandma, not super pumped. Yeah. Well, she's pumped over here. 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 Not not pumped on the surprise. Not pumped on the surprise. I kind of feel like (laughs) next time it's like a... She wasn't pumped on it when it was... 40 of her friends for her 80th birthday. This is the most extravagant thing. The most extravagant surprise party I've ever been to. She was not um, She was not pumped for that either. I think <laughs> maybe is, we yeah. learned like she doesn't like surprise parties. No. She likes it that we're here with She likes to be scared, you yeah. know, like and surprised. Well, that but was... Not, but not like this, I don't think. Well, we, we were going to surprise her and then... Um, we're just. I decided that we should go through the back, so we went down the alleyway, and then we busted through the back door to scare her and surprise her. How did you feel about that? Well, I didn't think that we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were gonna go way more subtle. Like you knock on the door, she's like, "Who's at the door?" She you come. She comes, she lets you in. She's like, oh my God, Muriel's here. And then I would come and knock on the door like five minutes later. That was like the original plan. And I thought that, that was like cute and fun. And then you were like, no, no, no. We gotta go in the back. <laughs> I said, if we go in the back, we have to knock at least. And you're like, no, I'm grabbing this very cute. We're going straight the fuck in the back door to the back of the house. And I said, <laughs> and then you did it. I did it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what we did. That was, that was a and uh, we walked in. We said, happy birthday. And she goes, oh, my God. And then that was pretty much it for a while. It. It's a lot of awkward silence. Yeah. But I think we're all adjusting nicely to the uh, surprise. It's going to be a good morning. Yeah, it's going to be a great morning. We've got lots of pizza. Um, Johnny and I are both like, you know. Yeah. We're both lactose intolerant. What did we have? <laughs> Johnny's literally been farting. <laughs> like farting in that way that makes you feel like something is seriously wrong. It just in the in the sense that like you fart and then you say sorry. And as you're saying sorry, your ass leaks another fart. <laughs> I've been really worried about you, but we're this fine. Is so extreme. <laughs> this, this. Recap is extreme. Uh, <laughs> the surprise is It's just been a really intense day. I've also been up for like 48 hours at this point. You're a master. You're like a really, like a huge trooper. Not up, but mostly up. Mostly yeah. up. I slept like two. I got two hours. All right. Well, do you have any plans for tomorrow? Kick it. Kick it? We're going to eat some food. Maybe take grandma to the doctor because she has a jaw infection. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely 
high priority and then um you know kick it watch some news oh yeah okay this is it i'm signing off it's super tuesday tomorrow we're gonna check in i'll check in later about super tuesday probably with johnny (laughs) because he's my favorite co-host sorry nick oh my god Yes, this next footage I don't think makes any sense, but so it needs some, you know, some clarifications, I guess. So this is my editorializing. Uh, Grandma Mary has a ping pong table in her basement. Um, Muriel and her brothers are maniacs. They suck uh, their mother into their shenanigans as well. And basically, you play ping pong uh, until you're all done fighting with each other. And then when you're really ready to take it up another level, you turn on a strobe light and then you play ping pong in in the strobe light, which is pretty much impossible. Um, On behalf of Muriel and her family, I uh, apologize to you guys. Welcome to Hella in your 30s. All right. (laughs) Thank you in your 60s. <laughs> These guys are just joining. <laughs> All right, great. So everybody understands that everything is very calm and organized right now. We are about to do a tournament of the doubles. All right? So we're all going to fight against each other. It's mixed doubles, female and male, against each other. I am starting. Body. It is. Mixed, mixed, it's mixed doubles. Is it, it is what mixed doubles is. Right? Okay. In tennis? Why is everybody acting so fucking... Okay, whatever. What, what do you think the outcome is going to be, and are you excited? I think the mom and I are going to kick you Johnny's ass, like, ridiculously. I feel like you guys are going to get completely embarrassed. That's okay, what I think is going to happen. That's good. Okay. All right. So it's a good thing I have a partner who's got a lot of confidence, because... For me, I'm just going to clutch in the, in the point of pressure and just miss every shot. You're going to clutch in the point of pressure. I think that's a good thing. Okay. All right. What do you, yeah. oh, you, what do you mean? Wait, say it again. I'm going to clutch <laughs> under pressure. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Clutch. You clutch it out. Well, I don't think that's it. I don't think it's a safe. I will switch my brain around to be like, the master under pressure. <laughs> okay. Nothing can stop me. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh. All right. All right. So we've heard from team number one. <laughs> the clutch under pressure. <laughs> Johnny, what do you think? You and I are on the same team. Tell. Too close to tell, bro. It's too close to tell. I don't, yes. think that, I don't know. I feel like there's no way to really know. We just got to see how the chips fall. See how the, uh, you know. <laughs> Finish it. Yeah, I said, I said what I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Too close to call. Too close to call? Too close to call? All right, well, T1, overly confident based on how many balls she's hit into the laundry room. <laughs> Team number two, underconfident based on, you know, maybe reality. What do you think? I think we're going to lose. But I also think mom is a huge wild card. Mom is an insane wild card. You saw some of the shots she was making. Also, they're both wild cards because Molly only does chop shots. He only does. He only tries to put a spit on the ball. That's all he does. Period. And it Hold on, Molly, do you want to rebut? Come here. What? <coughs> yeah, 
Do you only you want to rebut because you only know chop shots? Johnny is a sissy ass little bitch. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do any kinds of spins at all. All he does is try to slam and fail. I will do chop shots. I will do top spin. I will do side spin, and I will take you down, Johnny. Is <laughs> any rebuttal to that? I mean, I don't know that I have to. I don't know what to say to that. I'm a, I'm a little rattled. I don't know what to say to that. Well, my partner is yeah. My my partner is going to be my best friend, and my mother has put my grandmother's trophy on the ping pong table. All right, you ready? We're gonna play some games, and we'll come back to see who won. <laughs> Hello. Pardon the interruption. This is Nick and Muriel. If you're hearing this, it means we do not have sponsorship for this episode. Nope, but Campfire Media is working hard to make sure that changes. In the meantime, this episode is brought to you by you, our listeners. If you want to support Hell in Your 30s, please go to patreon.com slash hellinyour30s. How do you spell Patreon, Nick? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hellinyour30s, all spelled out. We have plenty of tiers for you to join the Hella family at whatever level feels comfortable for you. And hey, if you're not feeling another monthly subscription all up in your bush and you appreciate the podcast, you can always Venmo us at Hella in your 30s or send us a little something something through PayPal at Hella in your 30s at gmail.com. And now back to the episode. my turkey it's yes. so good to see you gobble Muriel. gobble baby uh how are you how do you feel good it's feisty tired yeah hungry <laughs> oh ever all the all the emotions Everything. one thing that i mean it was a good trip yeah very easy uh it was um but we had a big week you know it was a huge week it but was I'm back. a huge week how are you love i am good 
you got to hang out with family all week while I was just alone in this apartment and going to work. I talked to people at work and I did a lot of comedy. Let's face it. I had talked to people too, but I get to talk now. What? I don't know. Um, okay. Two well, big, tell me your two, your two big things. That two happened. big things happened this week. Number one. All right. This deserves a little bit of context. In 1988, I was four years old oh my and God. my parents and their friends went out to my grandma's house to shoot an avant-garde art house short film. That footage until this week has been missing, and now it is in my sweet little palms, and I went through all this footage, and I'm going to edit it together in a entertaining short film. I cannot wait, and I am going to help. Muriel is going to edit the hell out of this thing with me. It's so cool because we don't have any family video footage so there's like outtakes of like my grandpa yelling at me and just like also just for the record yeah of course god bless your grandpa oh he's the best he was the best but it's so funny to hear a grown man argue with a four-year-old well my mom was like this is not how grandpa wants to be remembered and i'm like but it's so funny and him and i seem like brothers yeah he's like he's like they're literally Nick moved a chair during a take and it made a scratching noise yes and then grandpa ray goes he goes, um, he's like, Nikki, you moved the chair. And then he goes, he's no, called- I didn't. <laughs> he's like, yes, you did. He's like, I did not. I didn't do it. <laughs> and then he's like, yes, you did. I heard you move the chair. I go, it's no. not my fault. He goes, yes, it was your fault. And he's calling me Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas, it is your fault. He's like, not my fault. He's like, Nicholas and I are going to go inside. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> he's like, yes, you are. It's so funny and great. I just feel like such kindred spirits with him. And we're just like battling. The other thing that's hilarious about that is they're filming the scene outside. There's like wind. The audio quality is not clean. Garbage. There's no way that the the camera or anyone noticed the chair moving on the deck during yeah. this take. It's just the best. Um, so I'm so excited to get this footage. And it's really Everyone's fun. Everyone's gorgeous, too. Your parents are like so hot. They remind me of us big time. Yeah. Not in the hot thing. I mean, you know, the apple don't fall far from the, the tree. But... Uh, just the way they're kind of acting. And then it's written and directed uh, by a husband and wife duo, Mark and White, yeah. and they remind me of us a lot too. So, and like we've gone with our friends to shoot short films out of my grandma's yeah. house. We've written scripts to be filmed out at your grandmother's the house. The script I'm writing right now takes place in that <laughs> part of the Washington. Yeah, it's like a magical like place for people to hang out with their friends and try to shoot some weird yeah, shit. Right? Like, and it's very strange. Yeah, there's just like generations of city kids being like, but I have the perfect location yeah. <laughs> in my back pocket. Yeah, right. That's uh, great. Okay, so then the other big thing that happened this week is I took my first step to finding a therapist. I'm so proud of you. Thank you very much. You're this such is, a brave boy. It's actually more like my second or third step. And we're I think we'll do a whole episode about it. I'm trying to find some affordable therapy. And uh and that process has begun. Don't call me a brave boy. Okay. That's, what are you? Are I'm you a- just I'm just a responsible man, okay, who is seeking professional help instead of Making you be the one that makes me happy all the time. I know, but I will always make you happy. But I'm more proud of you because I feel like you are the king of medical procrastination. Yeah. And so this is like a big thing. Yeah. Like Nick it only took me 36 a, like, years to do it. No, so. I mean, you know, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, you'll have shit wrong with you. He had a thing that I thought was a tumor for, I don't know, six months or something. <laughs> and he finally gets the checkup and he goes in. And it's the one thing I was like, just make sure she sees that and make sure it's okay. <laughs> and he comes out and I, he said, 
Oh, I forgot to tell her. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck did you tell her? <laughs> I wanted funny. to kill you. I did completely forget to ask about About my... your one tumor? <laughs> <laughs> on the only weird thing about you? It's just fat. Yeah, it was like a fatty It was just a fat ball. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I've been... Um, oh, I think... Did I mention... I can't remember if it was on this podcast or last week's... I can't remember, but I think I mentioned I've been watching Full Metal Jacket on uh, YouTube TV, like, bit by bit. And it's just so funny because it all revolves... Like, the whole beginning part is all about this, like, one soldier that they call fat and like every horrible thing but it's all about how he's like fat and the one that's like holding everyone back and he's so much thinner than like everyone i know <laughs> he's just <laughs> just watching this to be, get motivated to be as skinny as the guy they called fat and full metal jacket yeah me too um, baby me too just um, kidding also, i don't care all right wait that's also enough. this you week said two things that is it now we're going on to the huge things of the world well, can i say what we made fun of coronavirus, but it might actually be a real thing. And look, it is we th- we recorded that beginning part on Monday morning, and it is now Friday late afternoon, and I feel like the world is ending. It's actually so real and scary. And I want to shout out several of our people that we follow back on our Instagram um, feed work in the healthcare industry and I'm seeing they're posting like pictures of them and it's just like I know it's like a lot of pressure right now and times are scary and we love you and we're here for you spiritually technically we don't know what to do we're just washing our hands slightly more than usual um literally we went to the airport Nick's been all around wherever we got out of the airport drove to the grocery store got out and then and then of course i had cream cheese on my face and in my hair and so nick <laughs> licked his hand and then rubbed my face and then we got into the store and you got quiet and you go ah, i'm gonna go wash my hands it's like my hands are so dirty like what am i even doing it's like you literally just rubbed your hands all over my well, face that's what made them dirty muriel ever think about that no no <laughs> anyways and shout out to speaking of washington state it's uh, hitting uh, our home state super hard right now. So a lot of love to everyone out there. And damn, uh, that's us making fun of it in the beginning. Our bad. Right, uh, our bad. Okay, our our bad. bad. I we- think that we <laughs> might have just... Made fun of my grandma for being worried. She is a tiny old lady, and I do apologize. For all yes, that. turns out she was right. She's basically Nostradamus. And speaking, yes, and speaking <laughs> of uh, tiny little old ladies, yeah. I did have to watch Super Tuesday in a room that was half like millennial aged people, yeah. elder millennial aged people, yeah. and half uh, like 60 ish and over. Yeah. And uh, things got a little heated. I am so, I feel so punchy about this. I know, I do. About too. Biden being supposed to, he's going to be our hero. I don't know. Yeah, Are I we going to vote do, for him? Right. We're going to vote for we're going to vote for whoever the Democratic person is. No, but it's just this thing where you're like it. <laughs> Go off, Meryl. Go off, Queen. It's just this thing where you're sitting in a room. <laughs> your grandma, who I love like to death. Yeah. And she's really smart. Knows a lot about politics. Yeah. And they show a clip of Joe Biden and he's can't string together a coherent sentence. He's kind of so old looking he's yeah. just old he's nice he's kind of goofy and silly yeah. it's like he has no policies and then they just go like i mean he has policies it's just like 
it's just like the most like uninspiring candidate you yeah. could possibly think of. Yeah. And then like they're ve- like vehemently defending him. My mom, my grandma, you know, like they're just like, well, you know, I, we know him and we like, he's a good, he would be a good president. He's a nice, <laughs> what we need is decency. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you do not say that to me. Yeah. Right. There is no candidate on that stage on the Democratic primary side. It's not like a decent person right. besides fucking Bloomberg. Yeah. <laughs> right. And she's mad at me because I said, oh my God. I didn't what? even tell you this. <laughs> I thought we all Democrats were in agreement yeah. that Bloomberg is a piece of trash who's trying to undermine the democracy with like money. Yeah. Who's literally saying that he buys Congress people, so that's why yeah. he should be president. Yes. So like that's insane. Like that that's is insane, insane that we're saying those things out loud that a billionaire is saying yeah. I'm an asset to the presidency because I can fix the elections. I can put enough money into elections to essentially fix them so certain people get elected. And if he was the president, any senator or congressperson who didn't go along with him, he would just fund that person's to get out. Uh, rivals. Yeah, you're basically just taking away any system of checks and balances yeah. and giving complete reign and control to a billionaire. And it's like, that's horrific. Yeah. I would just think everybody thought that. So when I came in, I said, fully loaded. Oh, yeah. Fucking Bloomberg's trash. And my grandma got hella mad at me. Really? And she goes, well, he earned all his money. <laughs> so he must be a smart guy. And he knows how to run a company. He's better than Trump. And I was like, what? And then she's like, you know, maybe he's the one who he's like, he knows how to spend his money. And maybe he's the one who would make the right choice. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if she really meant it because yeah. my grandmother is quite the contrarian. <laughs> yeah, so right. I come in really fully loaded about somebody being trash, but I could tell it bugged her because I think she kind of sits around and watches cable news and yeah. like had been thinking it was okay. Yeah. And then I said something. Anyway, most of the <laughs> most of this was like I was just like my brothers and I, my brother and I were both like in this this position where, like cable news is just like would do like a seven minute segment on Biden without even showing Bernie. Yeah. And then maybe a couple clips of Warren. Yeah. And there's like no exposure for Bernie whatsoever. And then what MSNBC. Yeah. And then it's like, they're just clearly like there's this huge bias towards like just trying to get an establishment Democrat, the nomination. And, and then on top of that, it's like, like they didn't even read the issues. Sorry, I'm just getting really into this. We were like reading this thing where my mom like pulled up their like their platform side yeah. by side, like Sanders and Biden. Yeah. And read what Biden agree like what yeah. Biden is for versus what Sanders is yeah. for. And like for the first time was like, Well, I agree with everything Sanders is saying. I just don't want another old man president. And I was like, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm gonna kill you. I was just like, what do you think Biden <laughs> yeah, is? Right. And then she read Biden's platform and she's like quiet. She's like, Well, Biden isn't in for anything. No, I mean, Biden she's like, sucks. She's like, he doesn't make any decisions. Biden doesn't have what what is it? And, and was, this whole thing of like the continuation of Obama and everyone's like, oh, okay, well, that's good and all this shit. It's like, did everyone just completely forget that Trump was elected because he said Hillary Clinton will be a continuation of Obama and everyone hates that? Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just was like it's just the weirdest thing in the world. It's and I'm so punchy and angry I know, about I am it. too. I mean, I think that's the weirdest part is like I had to like legitimately. Yeah. At one point I was like, I can't talk about this yeah. to you guys because you don't agree with me and everyone's getting upset. But I, I just, I think that this is like, I 
I, I disagree to the point where like I can't have a conversation. I didn't bring it up at work at all. Yeah, because I was like, if someone is like, well, Bernie couldn't be elected, I would I would like freak out. I know. Like electability or who's going to scare who I would I couldn't. So anyways, um, <laughs> I will say this, what? though. And I, R.I.P. Not she didn't die. We always say R.I.P. and it sounds like someone died. I know. Now we're talking Elizabeth about like Warren dropped out of the like, Warren dropped out. And that is sad. But we do have a female superhero currently in the race peripherally, which is Joe Biden's wife, Jill. She is a gangster. Did you see her uh, push Block the, that protester? Dude, that lady is the shit. Yeah, I know. She's I, pretty cool. She's fucking I was like, real she, well, cool. she has to keep Biden alive. <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, Biden yeah. would be like, who's that guy? Are you my friend? <laughs> Just like walk off a fucking stage, crash into the ground. Well, the thing is, is if if our if our man Bernie doesn't win the nomination, the good news is I will be able to I'm gonna turn off the TV and not pay attention to the news until we uh until because Trump will win a hundred percent guaranteed for sure. And then uh, I just won't watch any news and then I will never talk politics again, which I'm be sure that's nice. not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Super Tuesday. Uh, I do have oh, one, wait, more one more thing. thing. One on. more thing what? about MSNBC. Big so, news. Big news. Chris Matthews uh, quit on Hardball. And the only reason that's big news is because I would have never heard of Chris Matthews, except when we went and lived with your grandma when we first moved to Chicago. We watched Chris Matthews with her every single day and you were out there the day that he abruptly dropped the mic and like walked off the set of hardball i know well we missed it we were there and but we you weren't switched watching the channel. at the time no oh, we, yeah. we were watching it and then we switched it before oh, yeah <laughs> before right before he finished we didn't get the turn basically i've been watching this show with my grandma nick and i watched the show hours and hours we that's yeah. chris matthews our guy and my grandma loves him yeah but part of that is like and I didn't say anything, but this is part of it, is this whole idea of like, oh, he's a good man and he's a decent man. Yeah. And then I read that GQ article that came out about him and all of the NDAs that are like, like put like put it together on his behalf because yeah. he's been sexually harassing women in the workplace. Yeah. And ranking them by their looks uh, and talking about which ones are hotter than other ones. And also, you know, lots of terrible things like like Roger Ailes type yeah, of stuff, right, right? right? Maybe not that drastic, yeah. it seems like, but definitely in the ballpark of like you can't get up in the ranks without, you know, like without having to deal with someone like this, right? Yeah. And uh, again, in a room full of people, like it was just like, no, he's a decent guy. And then they were like. I mean, they were just basically like, well, what did he do? Really? Everybody has NDAs against them. Yeah. They were just what is, like, what, like all, most of the stuff just sounded like compliments. It's just women being like confused and like not understanding like what he's saying. He's yeah. a decent old man. And I was just like, <laughs> what? Come on, guys. Come on. We can do better. Listen, this is the thing. This is the thing. Uh, it just reminded me so much of the same line of thinking of why Biden should be president. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's just why like, Chris Matthews should just be on TV forever. Yeah, you know, it's like why we shouldn't lose him over something trivial. Why so Bloomberg she was pissed. She wasn't sad. She wasn't disappointed. She's sad. I think eventually yeah. it was a shock. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Well, he had a rough last couple of weeks, too. That guy bit bit the dust I hard. I mean, he, he was like comparing Bernie Sanders to like Hitler. Yeah. I no. mean, it was just like, what are you <laughs> yeah. talking about, you dude? Know. You've like lost it. Well, and then he went in on Warren for grilling Bloomberg oh, about yeah. his sexism. Which was like, that was amazing. And Joe Biden... I mean, I think this is why Warren is not endorsing anyone yet because she's she's gunning for VP. She'd be a great VP for Sanders or Biden, and she, and Biden owes her 
his surge for taking down Bloomberg. If Warren hadn't completely destroyed Bloomberg, I think people in those debates, I think people would still be a lot of Biden supporters probably would have considered him more. And then when he saw when they saw him crumble under Warren's fucking black belt ass maneuvers, you know, it ruined him. And Warren staying in also took votes away from Sanders and she should have known she was she pulling she was, so but bad. she did she, I think knew. she knew i think she knew i, I think don't she understand stayed in. what's going on like i thought maybe if she was gonna endorse bernie if she gets over 15 percent, then she can like decide who her delegates go to I yeah guess, again, it's something there's something like that, like that. It's but like, they should have i think the numbers that bad her team should have known like you're not even getting you're like in a distant fourth in almost every state like no, she didn't get really third upset. in the only state she got third in is her home state of massachusetts yeah it's like and i think the reason she didn't drop out is because she wa- frank i don't know everyone i, I hate you it. think that biden is gonna he, she wants biden to win because she thinks biden's gonna make her vp yeah yeah my mom and i were getting into it because she loves warren yeah and i was like her platform's nearly identical to bernie sanders platform yeah my grandma loves warren too and i was yeah. like you know they want most like the radical things that Bernie wants, like Warren wants. So they don't almost, like Bernie. Your mom. That, they and, just don't like them. Don't like him. Yeah. But they were like super down to talk about how they like Warren. And it's just about likability. Yeah. And I was like, their platforms are the same. And then <laughs> all night I'm talking to shit, but it's like, my grandma's like perfect. She's like the best person. But we were getting into these fights. It was just like fighting with a shadow boxer. I was just like, I go, yeah, well, I mean, I was like, Bernie ran on this platform before in 2016. Like he's been saying these things forever. And then like there are multiple articles out about like Warren's big plan is cribbing Bernie's notes. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people have been making that comparison. And then my grandma was like, well, maybe she thought of it first and Bernie Sanders <laughs> stole it from her. I was like, like she was a Republican until like 20 years ago. I, 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 I was just like, grandma, he ran for fucking president in 2016 <laughs> on this platform before Warren even ran. And she's like, well, okay. Because she's just mad. Right. She, but that's the thing. She's just mad. And we are too. I know. And, and we it's don't, like and we're not making sense. You we, know? Okay. So we're talking a lot of politics, I feel like, on this podcast. But also, it's just, you know, that's the dystopia we live in. And we're just trying to figure it out. But and I, we're pretty dumb. We're very dumb. And we said this in our when we first started trying to educate ourselves on this. On some episodes back, we have been wrong, and I I have been wrong. I will say this. I have been wrong about politics and who gets elected 100% of the time. So, you know, don't listen to me about anything. All right. Well, moving on. Listen, I'm sorry if that was boring, but I don't care. <laughs> it was just it, mainly what I'm trying to say is, like, I'm not really saying, like, I am insanely well-informed and correct and everyone else is wrong. Right. I'm just saying we were just fighting about the most stupid things. It was just like, we were just like arguing about whether or not I like this person yeah. more than this person. Right. And in particular, it feels like that's something that younger people are like voting on the issues because you have a candidate right. who's literally saying universal child care, universal health care, free education, wiping out college debt. Like those things are things that we deserve. Right. So that's what we're voting on because those things will affect us. The they Green don't affect- New Deal. How about this planet that's dying and Biden's moderate bullshit? Hold on. I'm not, I have a <laughs> sorry, point. Sorry, Jesus sorry. Christ. <laughs> that's not my point. My point is, is yeah. that like we're voting on issues because it's like those things will directly affect us. And for the over 65 crowd, they don't, it doesn't affect them in the same right. way. They have 
pensions. They have, you know, like social security that we may not have when we right. get older. Like they have, you know, like they don't need to worry about childcare. They don't need to worry about student loan debt. Their college was really cheap. You know, like they don't have any of those things. Yeah. And so we're super voting on the issues because those are, that's insane. Like the whole world is really hard to navigate in this country and it's getting harder and harder for people to make it to middle class. So it's like, that's why we're voting. And it's so, I think that's why it's so touchy is that like, I think when somebody else is voting on their feelings and they're saying, I like, I like Warren, but I don't like Sanders because of their personalities. When we're sitting here, like kind of in the fight of your life. Yeah. Right. You know, like our lives would change so differently if progressives took over the government. So it's like, it is. It's. I think that's why we're fighting. It's like, right. like, like talking to at least in my family. It's like talking about like whether or not Biden is a decent person. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> right? Like, I can't even have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he is, and so is every other person on that stage, and most people except for fucking Trump. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, what are we even arguing about? Like basic decency. Yeah. Like. Come on, man. Fucking crazy old Joe. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So Muriel's home. I did. I had a lovely visit. It was very fun. I had a great time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like complaining, but I mean, it was very, very, very fun. Yeah. We, we had so much fun. We all got to connect. It was wonderful. Okay. So we heard from you and Johnny. It sounds like the surprise initially was more of an awkward, what are you doing here? Well, part of it was <laughs> we walked in. And my grandma was like, oh, my God. And then she was just really quiet for like an hour. So we just turned on the politics and tried to make conversation. <laughs> she just was not happy to see you. She was she was happy. It was just a lot to adjust to. <laughs> and then after she got adjusted to it, she was very, like, very happy about right, it. Right, of course. She like, And she likes kind of being tricked. She thought it was funny that we yeah. had all been planning. And she, once she adjusted to it, it was very fun. But the initial reaction was yeah. not positive. Muriel, do you um, recommend surprising your elderly uh, loved ones with birthday pop-ups i think that there's pros and cons uh -huh. i would say this my grandma complained once that she never got a surprise party in her life and we threw her one and it was really shocking to her but yes. i think she liked being rattled yeah you know because sometimes you just are in a routine and like shake yeah. it up and like you know it's just surprising and fun but <laughs> i think as time marches on my grandmother might need more preparation to feel happy and excited. Yes. <laughs> like it's a little bit like, I think it's like, I still think that they like it. And, yeah. And at the end she was like, it was very, very fun. So the last surprise party was five years ago. Yeah. And this Th one was, was this <laughs> maybe one, a little too late. I don't know. We came in and I was like, we had, we went to the store. We like bought all of these like really fun treats and groceries yeah. and like sparkling wine and stuff to like bring and like put a spread together. And I was like, well, we, we went to the store and bought a bunch of like stuff. Like you want to celebrate? And she's like, I want to wait till dinner. <laughs> and she like, and I go, yeah, well, yeah, do you want yeah. any sparkling wine? She's like, I like to drink my wine. She drinks Laquata, which is water and wine mixed together. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't want she, she was like, I don't want your wine. I don't want your snacks. I want to go to dinner exactly the time we plan. We're not <laughs> yeah. disrupting anything. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we were quietly watching politics. <laughs> but then later she was like, well, what are you drinking? And I was yeah, like, right. try this. And she's like, this is, I've never had anything like this. I gave her some sparkling rosé. She loved it. She loved it. Of course. She just needed that like 
hour plus of like, okay, there's sparkling rosé in the house. Yeah. I don't want it, yeah. but I am adjusting to it. And then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like that. Yeah, so yeah, I would yeah. say this. If you know the person really well and you know that they kind of like to get a little bit like little kind of inject some sort of controversy in their lives. Yeah. I'd say go for it, but just don't expect a, a happy reaction immediately. <laughs> yeah. You got to do the long game. Yeah, it's like it's like you gotta let everybody adjust. Once we all ate the pizza, we'd calm down. Then it was. Then she was like, "I can't believe you did that." Let me ask some of that sparkling wine. <laughs> yeah, but right. it took about it like legit took about three hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, I'm really glad to be home. I missed you a lot. Oh my god, I'm so glad you're here. I am glad that I ate all the pickles, so you wouldn't have to see me eating my pickles and dipping them in mustard because that's what I did the whole time you were gone. All right. I ate couscous, boiled eggs, and pickles dipped in mustard. I got to say this. This is very funny to me because that's very funny, but also we were going to end the podcast and then Nick goes, no, 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 we need something. We need to end it on a good note. <laughs> and then you just listen out the things you ate. All right. What you think? Uh, your mom and oh my uh, god, grandma are the only sixty-plus-year-old people you in your life. I'm here too, baby. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. As always, we love you. We love your reviews. We love your voicemails. We love your follows and likes on social media. We got to shout out Callie W. Samuel Priest. Doby Wan and Martin B.E. All right. Love you guys. Thank you. Um, I hope you all are very safe and happy. Yes. Uh, that's it. Welcome that's home. It. Welcome home. <laughs> Wherever you are. Welcome home. Welcome home. Hey, stoners. This is James Mastriani, host of I'm Too and High. We've got a really fun live show coming at you on March 19th, Thursday at 9.30. It's the I'm Too and High presents a variety show. It's at the Original Cannabis Cafe. It's a really fun venue. You're going to be able to come and smoke weed with us. We've got some amazing guests. Joel Kim Booster, Zach Reno and Jessica McKenna, Luke Knoll, Ever Maynard, Ian Abramson, The Quickness. You can smoke. You can eat. It's a great atmosphere, and it's only 10 bucks. Get your tickets at I'm2FNHigh.com. <laughs>